From the Selfish Path to Romance, download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com. I'm sorry, I'm just getting fed up with this nonsense. I, I'm getting names all the time. You know, last week, I, twice, I forgot where I parked my car. Join the club, pal. You're getting older. <laughs> oh, well, of course I'm getting older. We're all getting older. But I'm not that old. And that's Fraser, and that's Fraser talking with his dad. And dad says you're getting older. And if you're in that situation where you just feel like you are getting more forgetful, like you don't have a tight control over your life the way you used to, how do you deal with that? That's one of the many topics we can talk about on this show, show how to gracefully deal with your own aging process, the wrinkles, the hair in strange places where it shouldn't be, the, besides the wrinkles, the sagging parts of your body that you don't like. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner, and you can call me with any question that you would call a counselor or a therapist. I'm a clinical psychologist, and my show's The Rational Basis of Happiness. And my number's toll-free, 1-877-DR-K-E-N-N-E-R. And my website is drkenner.com. And right now, we're turning to the phones and speaking with Marina. Marina, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you. And did I pronounce your name right? Yes, you did. Oh, wonderful. Tell me your situation and what your question is. Well, I'm I'm pretty positive I'm in a uh, abusive relationship. It seems to be mostly emotional, and um, it's a controlling relationship. And I'm really trying to figure out how I can go about getting myself some assistance and what I should do from this point on, because as of recently in the last uh, week and a half, I just found out about an affair that had occurred. Okay, so your boy is boyfriend or husband? Husband of fifteen years. <gasps> fifteen years. Children? Yes, two. Um, two children. How old are they? Eleven and seven. And so they've they've been they've witnessed this relationship that you've had over the years. Yes, and it's progressively gotten worse in the last, I'd say, four years. And do you think that's when the affair may have started? Um, I found out that it was it was in two years ago, and apparently it was. Um, co-worker and he said it was a one-time event and he ended it almost immediately but kept it from me for two years. Okay and do you think that that's the case or do you think that that's not the case? Well I'm just not real sure. Okay do you, you want to leave him right? I'm getting to that point not quite yet though. Okay yeah. what uh, tell me tell me what your evidence is that he's abusive. Well, over the years, I've noticed he's changed quite quite a bit. Like I said, in the last four years, he's become extremely um, distant with me. He's done it for several years. D- oh, distant? I, the dog barked right at that moment. So, yes, I'm sorry. Yes, distant, meaning what happens is that he will work all the time. He doesn't engage with the family. He, oh, so your kids have been abandoned. Oh, pretty much. He, yeah. he, he's around on weekends when it's convenient or... I think when it occurs to him that he hasn't been around. Yeah. He engages in work. We own a corporation. Okay. Um, he controls all the financial money. So, you, so you're not financially strapped, though? No, no. Okay, so he controls the money? But he controls he's, what comes and goes, yes. He's distant. Does he give you a budget? Um, he'll give me pretty much the same amount every two weeks. Uh, and then the rest stays in the corporate account. Is it amount? Isn't an amount an amount that's reasonable given uh, given the income that you both make? No, no, it isn't. So he's stingy. Pretty much, yeah. And that's another. You think that's one of the elements of control? Yes. And then he'll make major purchases and not tell me. 
and there will be things that I would like to do around the house. For example, we moved into a new home two years ago, mm-hmm. or three, almost three years ago, excuse me, and um, he doesn't let me buy furniture. He'll just say, this is the amount of money I'm giving you. You should be able to deal with this. When You don't own your own life at this point? No, I do not at all. Okay, and you would like to escape from this prison? Correct. At least most of you would. Let me give you just a few signs of domestic abuse, and you can, we'll do it as a checklist. Put-downs. Yes. Uh, calling you names? Um, jokes, mostly. Okay. Sarcastic or loving? Uh, sarcastic. Okay. Put-downs, right? Yeah. Uh, constant criticism? Mm, not constantly, no. But yeah. Okay. But there is criticism in public or in private? Both. Any humiliation about your character, about your body? No. Okay. Making making you feel at times like you're crazy, doubting your own mind? Yes. Maybe it's me? Oh. Okay. That's just point one of ten. <laughs> Tries to control you. Yes. Oh, yes. Uh, isolating you from family and your friends? Uh, not outwardly, no, but he, he does it in, the, in a different kind of a way, like... Um, I'll say I want to go to visit, and then he just doesn't want to be part of it. And then I will choose usually just to stay home because I want to be with the family together. Can I recommend that you don't do that next time, that you don't control your, don't put more controls on yourself during this period than you need? Okay. So some of the times, go with family and friends. Okay. Unless your kids are at risk, but it doesn't sound like he's hit anybody. No. Okay. Um, is he jealous at all? Is he possessive? Are you attractive in a way that may attract other men? Oh, yes. He, he does get very jealous because he says I'm extremely attractive, and it, and it does bother him, but he doesn't do it in an angry way. He'll just tell me, I'm jealous that you went out with your girlfriend, and I don't like when you looked that night. Has he ever accused you of an affair? Okay, and I'm assuming you haven't had any? No. Okay. Um, Does he ever check up on you, look at your phone calls, figure out where you are during the day? No, actually, he never, ever engages me. He doesn't. So he's more of a distancing abuser rather than somebody that's in your face, and he's obviously not hitting you. You said that's Mm -hmm. not happening. Sex, is it it mutual? Is it loving? This is a silly question. I know the answer. (laughs) Or is Um, it one way, or...? Generally, it actually is. That tends to be the nice aspect of our relationship. Oh, is it? Very, yeah. For you, too. So he's gentle, he's kind, yes. and it's it's mutual. You're enjoying it, too. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, congratulations on that. Okay, so he's not, is he doing any guilt-tripping with you, intimidating you, sulking? And what do you mean? In what way? Um, maybe just saying, oh, why can't you stay with me? But not just one time, more as a trying to control you. I can't believe you spent that much money. Uh, this is what you have to do now. You have to get this for me. You need to cook this. You need to... No. Mm-mm. No. So he's not controlling in that way. No. Okay. So he's he's got... It, he doesn't... Uh, he gets some good marks which is probably the part of you that wants to stay with him, but he's done something where he's totally violated your trust. So if you're looking for help, the first thing that I monitor for when leaving, if you're considering leaving a relationship, is safety. Are you safe? Does he have any guns, a hobby, knives, or anything like that? Oh, well, yeah, we have guns. That's one of our hobbies, actually. Oh, mutual. Yes. So you're both trained. Yes, and then our children actually shoot as well. 
Okay, but they're all put away, and the kids yes. know safety. I know you said they're 7 and 11. Yes. They know the safety rules and everything else. Absolutely. Do you think that if you, if you were to tell them today, I'm considering leaving, let's go for counseling, and it will be separation counseling, I think, what would he say? Gosh, I, I don't know, <laughs> to be honest with you. I, I don't know what to expect from that one. What if you said to him, I, I think I'll get some personal counseling. What would he say to that? He'd probably be fine with that, I think. Okay. Why don't you do that as a first step? Are you okay with that? I am. Did you, you have, then I would go ahead and get yourself some personal counseling. You can go to websites. There's uh, womenshealth.org that you can go to. There's a national 24-hour hotline. But he, the Coalition Against Domestic Violence. But it sounds like he isn't actually beating up on you. It's just that he's had an affair. There's also a book on my website that you can get, Marina, okay. after the affair. And this subtitle... Let's see, do I have it right in front of me? I do. The subtitle is Healing the Pain and Rebuilding Trust When a Partner Has Been Unfaithful. I'm not saying that you're rebuilding the trust. What this book gives you is clarity. And many of my clients will read it and decide, you know what, he will never make amends in the way that I need. And now I have a good standard because I've read this book and I'm considering leaving him. You know, or I'm planning to leave him. So it's not that you have to stay together when, to, you know, if you're reading this book, the goal isn't to stay together. It's to see if there's a possibility or to see why it's important to leave. And the author is Dr. Janice Abrams Spring, S-P-R-I-N-G. Okay. It's at my website, drkenner.com. Okay. So the, the key point that I would tell you is to seriously value your own happiness. And if you feel trapped and suffocated in this relationship, even though he's not abusive, he's betrayed your trust for several years. So the burden is not on you to win him back. It's on him to earn your trust, which takes time. You can't just forgive and forget. And because he's lied, you don't know if there are other lies that he's also held from you. He does things apart from you, which is not good. You can also get a course that I uh, gave, um, which is at the Ayn Rand, uh, uh, what is it, AynRand.org. Yeah, on my website. Okay. Thanks so much. Thank you. Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path to Romance, the serious romance guidebook by clinical psychologist Dr. Ellen Kenner. To sustain a positive emotional climate, both partners need to have an attitude that encourages personal growth. When couples don't grow together, they often grow apart and end up unhappily married or divorced. Couples are in danger if there are significant differences in the way they grow their lives. For example, one may grow in intellectual ability, character, or self-esteem, and the other may not. If one is ambitious, expanding his or her life and making it interesting while the other stagnates or grows at a much slower rate. The discrepancy often leads to the breaking of the loving bond, leaving the couple mismatched even if they initially were well matched. Partners need to grow together intellectually and emotionally for a relationship to thrive. You can download Chapter 1 for free by going to drkenner.com and you can buy the book at amazon.com.